Well, hey everyone, it's Candace Eisner back with you again this week. And this week is part one on my series of creating an online business. And we're gonna talk about if online business is really for you. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Well, hello again. I hope everyone is doing really well. It's, uh, as I'm recording this, it is early November. It's been, uh, it's been a year, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, we are going to talk about creating an online business, since I know that was a topic that a lot of you wanted to hear about from me. So yeah, I decided to go with a simple name for this podcast series. You know, no clever titles this time, my friends. You know, sometimes I come up with silly little names just to give you a chuckle, but this time we're going with simplicity. And partly because, let's be honest, we are coming up to the end of the year, like I just said, and man, am I tired. Uh, It's been a year, hasn't it? You know? Um, So I'm dropping these four episodes in this series with a name that just tells it like it is. We are talking about creating an online business. So let me start out this topic with a small note about my business. That is Happy Little Biz, the business that I run. Um, I've gotten a few people either emailing me or um, even unsubscribing from my email list, which, you know, that's fine. That's their prerogative. That's their right. Um, But I've got people asking if I'm shifting away from what I had said my business was about, which is helping healthcare and wellness practitioners like massage therapists. I know a lot of you are massage therapists. Not all of you listeners are, but many of you are. It's a core audience. But yeah, helping them build strong private practices. You know, the traditional kind with the clinic location, or maybe you do mobile services, coaching them on finding their finding great clients, helping them build an amazing website, helping them with their marketing efforts, helping them fill their books with great clients, basically. And people are wondering if teaching people to build an online business is now going to be my core business offer, if you want to think of it that way. The thing that I'm focusing on, because they don't want to do that. They're not interested. Well, I'll just tell you, the answer is no, no, not at all. I promise you, if you want to remain in health and wellness, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, I'm, I'm going to start listening to this online business thing because I'm curious about it, but I don't really want to do that. And I'm kind of wondering if Candace is shifting towards that. I'm honestly not. Okay. If you want to remain in health and wellness and have a clinic and see clients face to face, you know, or run yoga classes, if that's what you do, or whatever it is you do, my podcast and my business are still here to help you. But I also realize that there are a lot of you wondering about online business, right? 2020 has thrown a lot of curveballs at us. And there's a lot of people wondering about online business. So I want to help you if I can do that. Since that's a path I went down and I have things I can share, which I hope will help you. And more on my story in a moment for those of you who don't know me that well or know my story very well. So if online business is not something you're the, you know, you're interested in, that is totally fine. 
don't listen to this podcast episode in the next few. You know, they'll be titled, obviously, so you can tell that these are the ones on online business. Just don't listen to those. No offense taken. I get it. I have lots of stuff in the archives for you. I have tons of articles on happylittlebiz.com to guide you if you need help with your website or with booking more clients or building a private practice or any of those things. And I also actually just published a brand new article. Um, It's all about holiday marketing during, you know, this whole COVID pandemic thing. It gives you some fresh ideas. Some of them might be ideas you heard before. Some of them might be fresh and new to you. And how you can book more clients and earn a bit more income at this time of year, given how things have changed so much and our usual methods of marketing might not work so well. It depends. There's a lot of uncertainty out there, right? So go take a look if that's something that you're wondering about or you could use a little help with for this year or any year for that matter. Um, But for those of you, you know, with, with that said, for those of you who are interested in online business, let's talk about it. Let's let's go. So this episode is going to take a deep dive into the question of whether or not online business is right for you. This was my most requested podcast series of the year. Like I said a little earlier, I can't remember if I said it in the intro or when I said it, but you know, again, this this year's throw me for a loop. My brain doesn't work half the time. <laughs> anyway, you feel me? Any any of the rest of you feel like that a lot of the time these days? But yeah, this was the my most requested podcast series of the year, even more than the private practice series, which was like highly requested. I even had a potential sponsor until 2020 threw things out of, you know, out by the leeway or however you want to say that, you know. So this episode's going to be a little bit of a reality check negative Nancy thing. And you'll have to excuse me for that. But unfortunately, I do have to approach it from that perspective a little bit. But, you know, bear with me because there are some positives I'm going to go over as well. It just You might be listening and going like she's just talking about all the negatives. There's a lot of wonderful things about building an online business, but we got to cover the basis first, okay? We just need to be clear on the downsides of online business because it's not all sitting on the beach drinking fancy umbrella drinks while, you know, like the dollars roll in. Like you're, you know, you're on vacation 24-7 and your bank account is filling with money. Like there is that stereotype out there about online business. And I know a lot of you realize that that's not the truth. But I still have to make sure that I acknowledge that that is a stereotype for a reason. So off the top, let's talk about those ads you're probably seeing for courses and coaching and that kind of thing for creating an online business, right? There's a lot of people out there selling courses and books and coaching and so on right now that will tell you that an online business is right for everyone, you know, that everyone can build a six or seven or eight figure business online. They'll promise you big results if you just follow their method or use their coaching or whatever it is they're selling you, you know, their course, whatever. Everyone is buying these courses right now. So you want, don't you want to get on that train? Don't you want to earn some income? Or they'll tell you that everyone is taking online fitness, yoga, meditation, wellness classes right now. So what? Are, why are you behind the curve? Come on, take your business online, make more money. So you've probably seen those ads on social media or Pinterest. I know I have, for sure I have, especially in the last six months or so since COVID became such a huge part of our lives and changed a lot of a lot of the way society functions, basically. Because there's been so many limitations to businesses and restrictions and government lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. 
Now, I want to be clear before I continue. I am not trashing anyone here. I am not pointing the finger at any one creator or business owner or methodology, okay? So if you've seen ads from specific creators that are trying to tell you that, you know, oh, you can build a six-figure business overnight, don't assume that I'm talking about that specific creator because honestly, there are tons of creators out there who are, you know, saying that. And the reality is for almost every ad you see online, on social media or wherever, that is saying that, you know, oh, my method is the best method and, you know, you can build a six or seven figure business. There actually are people who were successful following that person's or that, you know, that business's methodology or course or coaching or whatever it is. The vast majority are not lying to you. There are people who actually had success using their methods. However, you know, the old saying about if something looks too good to be true, it probably is. Most of these business owners, individuals, etc. are not being fully transparent with you in their business uh, marketing, advertising, promotions, etc. Because almost no one would buy if they knew the hard work and frustrations it takes to build an online business. I want you all to be critical thinkers here and really analyze your own needs and talents and time and expectations before going into this online business adventure world, basically. Sometimes the promise of this will make you six figures is too good to be true. There's just like 1% of the thousands of people that take the course will maybe be able to achieve that, right? Or it might require way, way more work than you personally are willing to put in. Or it requires you to be in a position of severe privilege, having tons and tons of money saved up to pay the bills while you get this whole online adventure thing going. Or you have a partner that has a very high paying job, so you don't need to worry about the bills while you get your online business going. Or they don't have kids and dependents, so they can, you know, live in a tiny, inexpensive, relatively speaking, apartment and kind of like, you know, or live in their parents' basement or whatever while they get their online business going. Or they already have so many contacts and people just chomping at the bit, as they say, to buy the product from them. So they already had this huge um, community of people looking to buy from them before they even started their business. Those are all positions a lot of us aren't in. We have responsibilities. We don't have a partner that makes all tons of money in order to support us while we figure out the whole online thing. We don't have a ton of savings, especially given everything that's happened this year. I know a lot of people have eaten through their savings this year. Or they're now in debt because of this year. So these people marketing these courses are using this fear of missing out and the stress of the pandemic in order to make you buy from them. And that's something I want you to be cautious about. That's all I'm saying. So that's my caution, my caveat. I want you all to create online businesses if that is something you want to do. But I also want you to be very, very careful when it comes to purchasing online courses or getting coaching or that kind of thing. Be realistic, not only about if their methods will work, because chances are they do work for some people, but also what will be asked of you personally in order to get the results you want. If you don't want to do the things they are teaching, it's not right for you. It doesn't matter how many figs of income they're claiming that you can get. 
It doesn't matter that they're saying, you know, this is the way for you to like get rich and blah, you know, be able to buy all these things and whatever. If you're not willing to do the work that they are saying you're going to have to do, then it's not going to work. It's just the way it is. So let's move on. Okay, let's talk about online business creation. So for those of you who are new to this podcast or don't really know my story, hello, hello, welcome, nice to meet you. I'm Candice. I used to be a massage therapist. If you didn't know that, now you know. Hi. Actually, I worked for a lucky 13 years in healthcare. I was a medical assistant. I was a chiropractic assistant. I worked in long-term care as an assistant. (laughs) Yeah, I did a lot of assistant jobs. And then eventually I decided I wanted to be the practitioner. So I went to school and became a registered massage therapist here in the province of Ontario, where I still currently live. So I did that for years, and then I eventually shifted my work online. Now, I won't get into why I shifted online too much, because that's not really relevant to the building an online business thing. But I want to make clear that this wasn't an overnight transition. I didn't wake up one day and go, I don't want to be an RMT anymore, and suddenly shut down my clinic business. That was not it at all. I I woke up one day and realized that I needed to change, but it wasn't... It wasn't like I just, you know, went in and handed in my resignation to the clinic the next morning. Like that did not happen. I spent many years building up a client base as an RMT and I spent many years building up a client base and customer base as an online business owner. It wasn't a snap your fingers overnight thing. So for me, the right shift was going from healthcare and wellness to something else. And as you know, you may know, I build websites for primarily solo practitioners in health and wellness. I also do it for small clinics. And I also do the occasional bit of, you know, marketing coaching, business coaching, you know, along the same lines, building a strong and solid private practice. Like we talked about earlier in the episode where people were concerned that I was shifting away from that stuff. No, I definitely still do that. That's my primary business. Although I, to be honest with you, I've kind of been thinking of diving back into the wellness space recently because I kind of miss doing that stuff a little bit, you know, and you guys probably get why, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice business to have. I'm not sure if I'm going to pursue that, but I guess that's part of being an entrepreneur, being interested in and curious about other business paths. And if that sounds like I'm describing you, if you're curious about other business paths, this whole online business thing might actually be a great fit for you. But yeah, after my years in healthcare, let's go back to my little story here, I decided to shift into teaching others in health and wellness about building a strong business and designing websites, like I said. So I'd been building websites since I was a teenager, okay? And I'm now in my 40s. And I had tons of experience with running a massage therapy business. So it was a great fit for my skill set, right? I, ha- I not only had like the book learning skills, like I not only taken some online courses on how to build, you know, how to do websites. And I'd, you know, looked up lots of resources online and I'd learned from other people. And I'd also gone to school to become an RMT. And I also have other degrees as well. I also have other certifications. So I have the book learning, right? I have the formal education. But I also have real world experience so I can tell my clients genuinely what worked for me as an RMT and as a healthcare business owner, but also like when I was working for other people's health businesses, when I was a chiropractic assistant, when I worked in long term care, like all these other experiences I've had, I can tell you what worked and what didn't work from real actual real world application. I'm not just saying things in theory. These are all real world experiences, lived experiences. 
I strongly believe that that's an important thing to think about when you are looking at starting any business, not just online businesses. It's all fine and well to study hard and learn how others do things and then teach others how to do what others have done. But that is not as valuable as those real world lived experiences when it comes to selling a product or selling coaching or whatever you might do, selling a service to other people. So for my healthcare listeners out there, or any of you who have done sort of like the on the job placement type stuff before starting your own, you know, health or wellness practice, you probably know exactly what I mean. Having those clinic days in school or job placements, internships, all those things, those were a super important part of your learning. It's not just because like a regulatory body or, you know, association or whatever says you have to have it. It's actually just a really important part of your learning as a less as a business professional, as a professional in general, as a person. That's a very important part of the process of becoming a great practitioner. And then you can teach those skills to other people if you want. So that doesn't go away just because you want to do something different, by the way. I never would have started a website and health and wellness business coaching biz if I didn't have actual tangible real world experience with these things, full stop. So this is where you need to get a bit creative, in your thinking when it comes to taking your business from in-person, you know, quote unquote, brick and mortar services to online ones. What skills and talents or services do you have that can solve a problem for someone else? What do you know how to do that someone else could benefit from? And obviously, importantly, be willing to pay you for, right? That is the, that is the goal here. We don't want you to have people flooding to you, but they never want to pay you. That's a problem. (laughs) And I realized like those of you in health and wellness who probably had lots of clients come to you going like, well, I can't afford your fee. Will you take 20 bucks? And you're like, no, (laughs) right? You're going to face those same kinds of issues running any business, whether it's online or not. But you need, it does need to be a tangible thing that people are actually willing to pay for in general. So this does not have to be healthcare related. I know you can't see my show notes because I do use show notes while I'm recording these podcast episodes, but I wrote that in all caps. You can absolutely do the exact same thing that I did and change from a health and wellness based career to something completely different. If you have skills or talents or services that people need and will pay for, you can switch things up. It doesn't have to be quote unquote what you went to school for or what you have a license for. Think big, be creative, and dream a little, okay? Now, as an aside, I want to just mention this. I'm sure you all know this, but I feel like I have to say it. If you do want to start a totally different business, first off, make sure you're not doing it under the, like, umbrella of your regulatory body. So make sure you're clear that, you know, I am not doing this as a massage therapist. I am not doing this as a chiropractor, whatever. You can say that you are that, But you need to make sure that people are clear that those services are not related to that, right? But you also need to look up your local regulations around businesses, you know, especially as they pertain to online ones. You might need to register your business with the city. You might need to change your home insurance. That's a thing. Um, Check into these things, you know. Often you don't need to do too much other than maybe look at the whole like legal business tax structure, which I'm definitely not going to get into because I am not an expert on that. 
but you might want to incorporate or if you have a partner you might want to you know have a legal partnership and you know generally speaking because you work from home you don't have to actually change your home insurance because um you're not actually seeing clients right you're seeing them on zoom maybe or facetime or whatever but anyway that's an aside but i just want to make it clear that you know if you are changing your business make sure you look up all the legal stuff don't just kind of do it and cross your fingers and hope for the best make sure that you look up what the local legal uh requirements are you know bylaws in your city that kind of stuff okay but back on our topic here, I think you all get it. Anyone can start an online business and it doesn't have to be at all related to what you did as a health or wellness provider. Just because you are a RMT, you know, talk therapist, nutritionist, yoga teacher, chiropractor, whatever it is you do, it doesn't have to be related to your clinical skills. It doesn't have to be related to massage or therapy or nutrition or whatever. It can be. Absolutely it can be. But it doesn't have to be. Anyone could start an online business, right? But you might have noticed a second ago I said the word could. Anyone could start an online business. So here's the heart of the episode. Should you start an online business? Now, obviously, I can't answer that question for you. (laughs) But this podcast is here for you to try and figure the answer out for yourself. There's lots of things to consider. So let me talk about that stuff with you. So I'm going to start with the negatives. Like I've been saying, I I just I want to warn you guys that like I'm not trying to be all like negative and like rain on your parade and say like online business is terrible. Don't do it. It's not about that. I just want to make it clear that like People have the star in their eyes vision of what online business is. And I just want to make it clear that it's not, it's not this passive income thing, which we'll get to that in a second, okay? We got to get over the realness stuff is what I'm saying. So going back to what I said earlier about taking courses that are advertising that you'll be able to build a six or seven figure business. The thing is this, you are never promised anything in life. And I know you all know that. You know, you're smart. You knew that. But I I still got to make it clear, right? Most people who have made it as online business owners or business owners in general, maybe some of you can completely relate to what I'm about to say. They've worked very, very hard to earn that income. They work 80, 90, 100 or more hour weeks. Let me repeat that. They work 80, 90, or 100 hour weeks. You think that this is a passive income thing? It's not. Working seven days a week is actually really common for online business owners. Even I often do it. And I try to be one of those people who is realistic and, you know, um, has a, you know, the so-called work-life balance. and, And I think about mental health and I think about all those things. But even I often am doing little things on the weekend when I'm supposed to not be working. You know, even my own business coaches, who I love because, you know, they tell it like it is. They also promote the whole work-life balance thing. They're not all about, you know, making six figs. They don't promise anyone they're going to make six, seven, eight figs using their coaching, right? They They just say that, you know, our methods will help you. They often work every day of the week except for holidays, They do it because they choose to, but also sometimes the reality is they have to in order to hit the goals that they want. They have to work seven days a week. So this is not a business style 
for someone who wants to make money without a lot of effort, which is, like I said, that myth of passive income. Passive income is only passive because you did the work up front, at least for the vast majority of us, okay? If you create an online course that sells really well, guess what? You did all that hard work, blood, sweat, and tears up front. And you have to keep doing the work to get those sales coming in. Absolutely, you might have months where you are very well literally sitting on a beach, on vacation, enjoying life, you know, once, once we're all allowed to travel again, you know, that can be a thing where you are sitting on the beach and then you, you might check your email later in the day and go, oh, look, I had 20 course sales today. You know, that that is totally possible, but that didn't happen without a ton of work from you before you got to that beach. That work just happened months or years before your vacation, right? And the other thing I want to say is you need to have a plan. Sometimes clients come to me like here here's here's a here's a real world thing for you, okay? This is this actually happens to me in my business sometimes, and I know it happens to other online business, you know, owners, coaches, etc. Sometimes clients come to me wanting me to coach them to build them a website or, you know, uh, help them with their marketing plan or whatever. And they want it all done right away because they want to leave their current job or their current clinic or whatever because they hate it there or they don't like it or they're unhappy or whatever it is. But they still need to pay the bills. So they need everything done right away. They need to have their income from their online business, you know, coming in. And I have to gently tell them that it doesn't work that way. They need a plan. You need a plan. You need to know where you're going before I can help you find better ways to get there. I can build you an amazing website. I can coach you on building an email list. I can talk you through how to connect with people on social media. But you need to put in some background work first so you have a good foundation to work from. You know, recently I was reading an article from the Wall Street Journal about Jess Sims. Now, if you guys are Peloton users like I am, I don't own the Peloton equipment, just to be clear, I'm a Peloton digital user. So I use the, I do the classes. I just don't own the bike or the treadmill or any of the other equipment. But anyway, Jess is a Peloton instructor and uh, she teaches great classes, by the way. Like if you've, you've ever thought about looking into Peloton, look at Jess Sims classes. They're really good. And she was telling her story in this article about how she went from teaching to becoming a fitness instructor with, a, frankly, a huge platform. Fitness instructors who teach for Peloton kind of become celebrities of a sort, right? Fitness celebrities. Um, anyway, here's a quote from that article from Jess. This is what she said. She said, you have to do your research and you have to have a plan. Even before I left my education job, I already had my personal trainer certification. I'd already networked. I'd already figured out where I could see myself teaching. I didn't just quit my job and say, all right, what do I do now? So I think you all see my point. You can't just go, well, COVID made things hard. I'll quit my clinic and start an online business and then go hand in your your resignation, that is, and your registration if you want to do that too, to your clinic director the next morning. You can't do that. You can't just say, I'm frustrated with dealing with these nutrition clients. I want to move my business online and make money working from home. I can't, you know, my commute is killing me. I'm so frustrated. And then write your clients an email literally the next day saying you're closing down your business. You need a plan. You need to have business ideas that are solid. 
You need to think about who you're going to sell these services or products to, and you need to be prepared to put in lots of hours of work, at least at first. Yes, eventually you can get to a point where things work so well and you can take more time off for family and friends and vacations and sitting on the beach drinking tasty drinks while, you know, your email keeps telling you that you sold another course. That can be a possibility in the future. It can be. You can eventually make really good income in a semi-passive way. You can work from home And you can have more time for your kids and your partner and your pets and other things that are important to you in life. But if you have an expectation to just work a few hours a week, like period, like from the start, and not have to learn a bunch of new things to make your business work, like new software, new technology, all those things, or you think you can go from zero to lots of income in a month, well, I am telling you starting a new business, whether it's online or not, is not for you. Unless you are one of the very, very, very rare lucky few who are able to do that. And that is extremely rare. So you all get it, I'm sure. Let's, let's, let's stop being negative. Let's talk about some positives. Let's bring some positivity back into the podcast. Because there's lots of those with online business. If you've listened to everything I just said, and you are kind of like almost telling me to, to shush. You're like, hey, Candace, I am willing to do this work. I am cool with working lots for a a while while I get things going, you know, while I do that groundwork, while I do all the planning, you know, I'm making a plan to transition so I can pay my bills while building this online business. And I know it's going to be hard work getting the business going. Then awesome. Welcome. I'm happy you are here. And honestly, I want to see you succeed with changing things up to an online business, whether you do it as a side gig to what you're currently doing. So maybe you're taking some of your services online, you're adding an additional service, even if it's just virtual like telehealth services. I know a lot of people in health and wellness have been doing that, right? Or whether you want to have the online business be your complete income and not offer any kind of clinical in-person services. Because having an online business can be amazing. It can allow you to have a lot more freedom in your life. It can allow you to work when you want to from wherever you want to. You aren't tied to a specific location because your clients come to you online. So if you want to travel for six months of the year and still work, you totally can. If you want to live at your cottage all summer, doable as long as you got good Wi-Fi, you know, as long as you can connect with people. And when things like a pandemic happen, yes, they could or will affect your business, okay? I'm not going to say that online business is pandemic proof. If you've heard that, that is usually not the truth. Because stress does make people less willing to purchase things. It does make people want to pause on hiring a coach or hiring a wellness person or buying a product or whatever it is that you do, right? But it is very unlikely you're going to be forced to close and you won't have to make tough business choices for personal safety reasons if you have immune compromised people in your life or you are immune compromised, right? Because that's not going to be a risk. You work, you don't see people face to face and you're not going to have the stress of having to purchase and wear a ton of PPE and do extra laundry and cleaning and all those things that I know a lot of people in health and wellness and fitness are doing right now. So that is some of the huge benefits of doing an online business. And the other awesome thing about online business is it allows you tons of freedom for how you provide your services. 
You can teach online classes. You can create a course people can purchase. You could write a book. You could do one-on-one -on -one Zoom sessions. You can sell products. You can do a combination of those things. So many ideas. There's so much flexibility. You don't have to be tied down to one type either. If you want to, say, offer online consulting courses, but you also want to create a course for people to purchase, great, go for it. If you want to sell products and you also want to have a Patreon, then go for it. If you want to have a YouTube channel and you still want to do some in-person services because you don't want to completely give that up, and maybe you also want to look at doing online consultations, great, you can do that. Go for it. There's so many possibilities. You can diversify your income more easily than in a more traditional business style, just because it's online. There's a little bit more flexibility there. As a massage therapist or other health provider, you are a bit more limited in what you can do to diversify, in part because of the in-person nature of your business. So that is it for this episode. It brings me actually to our next podcast episode topic, which is all about being an entrepreneur and finding your profitable business idea that you can take online because we are talking specifically about online business. Stay tuned for that next week. Or if you're listening to this in the future, um, how's how are things? Is the pandemic starting to end? Like, are, are you healthy? Are we are we good? How's 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 the world? But no, seriously, if you're listening to this in the future and it's not, you know, early November 2020, the episode's already up. Go find it. And until uh, until next time, take care. And I will be back with you with that episode real soon. Hey, well, thank you so much for listening today, everyone. I really appreciate your time and the fact that you decided to join me in listening to this episode. Show notes are now available for podcast episodes and they contain links to helpful resources and other information. So please do head over to happylittlebiz.com and check out the reading link. I've got show notes for individual episodes there as well as articles on other topics for building a happy health or wellness business. Also, if you'd like to learn more about me, my background in healthcare and wellness, as well as, you know, what I'm doing with this current business, my website is the best place to do that. And I've also got links to my social media over there if you'd like to follow me. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. And again, my website address is happylittlebiz.com. All the information is there. Now, while I got you, I'd like to mention I truly do appreciate it when people leave me a rating and or depending on what you want to do, review over on iTunes. So if you like this podcast, let me know by doing that. Just look up Life Beyond the Massage Table on iTunes and then click that Ratings and Reviews tab to leave your own rating or review or both. Okay, that's it for this week. I'm sure you have other things to do, so I'll let you get to them. Have a wonderful rest of your day and here's to building a sustainable, small health or wellness business all on your own terms. Talk to you soon.